This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. I must say, congrats to OU Softball and OU Baseball. Come on, man. I'm not even I'm not even turning up enough, man. I'm not even turning up enough. Man, come on, man. OU softball. Back to back chance. Another one. And this is Patty Gasso's. Let's let's count this right now. 2013, 2016, 2017, 2021, 2022. That's five. Trying to look like Nick Saban out here. You already know. And then OU Baseball, back in Omaha, for the first time, I think, since 2010, when I was an uh, uh, incoming freshman at OU. Now, they've been close other times, but this time they actually broke through. Now, I'm about to talk about that later, but I got to keep turning up. Let's bring back some more sounds. Let's get it. Not only did OU Baseball return to the College World Series, they won a game. They didn't only just win a game. They beat Texas A&M, our old conference rivals, and, well, future conference rivals too because, you know, OU is joining the SEC. I love beating Texas A&M. Can't stand them. And now Texas... As we speak, it's playing Texas A&M in elimination. See, I had my TV on Connecticut and Mystics, uh, the Sun and the Mystics, and the Mystics literally just won just seconds ago. Congrats to them. I'm going to talk about that towards the end of the show. As far as this baseball game I got on, Texas A&M up 6-2, two men on base, two outs to go. Yeah, it's not looking good, Texas. They was Texas was winning two one, and then all of a sudden this happened. <laughs> oh boy, I don't know. I don't like either of these guys, but I love their little rivalry. It's entertainment, and also Texas A and M is slightly lesser of the two evils. So them beating Texas today would be great. Eliminate Texas. Get them out of here. I don't even want to hear from them. I don't want them to get anywhere near the trophy. They got too close to the trophy in softball. They beat Oklahoma State after losing to them four times this season. And I'm just like, I I didn't think it was possible that they would beat them two times in a row. But they did. And then they went against OU and... They was pretty confident, their fan base, their players. But at the end of the day, you're messing with the realist. And we are the illest. 
Because, listen, like I said before, the hottest team in the country, (laughs) the hottest team in the country is no match for the best team in the country. I was like, this is just a whole nother level. This is a whole nother level. And they had to learn. I mean, come on. The wake-up call came. Come on. We beat them 16 to 1. OU softball beat Texas. 16 to 1. This is the team that gave Oklahoma softball one of their three losses. Destroyed them. Then the next game, Texas had like a 2-0 lead. Then OU just railed off like 10 straight. Like, And now, listen. They finished the season off like 59 and 3 or something. That is just insane. They had one less loss than last year's team. And I'm just like, which one is better? Maybe that has to be the hypothetical game of the episode next week is a hypothetical between the 2021 team and the 2022 team. Like, they're, they're very similar. Although, I think I really want to say. That last year's team had better offensive numbers. But this year's team had better defensive numbers. It doesn't matter. Like, this year's team won one last game. Won one more game than the other team did. Maybe two more games. And they are already, they're getting regarded as one of the best teams of all time. Their point differential I mean, it's ridiculous. Almost 600 runs to 60. They, they they scored about 10 times the amount of runs that their opponents scored altogether. That is just nuts. That is just domination. There's no other word for it. Now, when it comes to Texas softball, can't can't stand Texas, but... A lot of respect to Haley Dolcini and Janae Jefferson, uh, Iacopo, their uh, catcher. What's the name? Their the number nine hitter. I think, I think her last name is Day. She stepped up this whole tournament. There's a lot of respect for them, but at the end of the day, you aren't messing with the realist. And then Joshua, Josh, Jocelyn Allo, another 30 home runs, batting almost 500. She don't even play defense. But like she said on Twitter, she can play defense. She has before. But, you know, she just doesn't need to on this team. It, you got to love that luxury. And already she's hitting home runs in the pros. I don't know what league she joined i think it was mpf because if she was on athletes unlimited i would have seen her by now but yeah she's on mpf i believe uh good luck to her i did i know she's killing it uh but man this team's one of the best and even the people on the arizona team from what was that 94 with jenny dalton hill you know i love me some jenny dalton hill that team there's a UCLA team's pretty good. Our 2013 team was very good. Oh, man. You know what really would have been one of the best teams of all time? Our 2018 team that choked in front of me in OKC. Now, that was an all-time great team. They just didn't finish the job. 
So, I mean, but we, we couldn't win at all. We could I mean, we couldn't win at all, but we had a legitimate chance to win six straight titles. That's how dominant OU softball has been since 2016 and especially since 2018. It's just, you know, they choked in 2018. In 2019, not only did they choke, they got destroyed by UCLA. And they were number one that season. In 2020, it was COVID. Nothing happened. We probably would have won that season. But we probably would have played most of that season without Jocelyn Allo. So maybe we wouldn't have won. I don't know. I love to see how this team looks next year without Jocelyn Allo. We get just about everybody back except Jocelyn Allo and Hope Trotman, I believe. I mean, those are big losses, but I think we'd be fine because we got just about everybody. But no, no, no. Jocelyn Allo, like, that's a really big loss because that's a lot of runs that has to be counted for. But this is where you have to um this is where you have to have confidence in the recruiting of Oklahoma softball, which has been nothing short of spectacular. Um, I think they got a catcher coming in that's really good, and they got they got a pitching transfer from, from Michigan, I believe. They got somebody transferring in from Michigan, I believe. And they got uh they got another really good freshman pitcher coming in to to pair with Jordy Ball. I mean, we're going to be fine. It's just the Jocelyn Allo thing. I don't know if that's going to come back to bite them come tournament time. I would love to go three straight and five out of the last seven. That'd be great. But I, that Jocelyn Allo thing, is, is that's going to be tough. But we'll see. But for now, you know, congrats to them. And a lot of people took notice. The football team became big fans. Well, they were already fans, but they they loved it. They showed a lot of support. Uh, Shannon Sharp was watching. Um, A lot of celebrities was watching. They were just amazed by how dominant this team was. And they are truly an inspiration of uh, success. Success and and domination and achievement. That's, That's who the type of stuff you look into. It's very GOAT level. It's very GOAT level. They made it look easy. That's the number one thing. They they made it look easy. And that's one of the that's one of the principles or you know supplement principles of the GOAT level brand. You gotta make it look easy. <laughs> they probably did they did everything else too. The the positive self talk and making everyone around them better and uh, challenging themselves, just taking that L in practice. And even against Texas and Oklahoma State, they didn't win the Big 12 title. They took that L, learned from it, demolished everybody after that. They Listen, the UCLA, the UCLA, UCLA game, they didn't even have time to really sit there and learn from their mistakes because the game started 30 minutes later. And they won 15 nothing. <laughs> Just take that L. They took that L. And they are an example. That the faster you learn 
from your losses, the more W's you're going to have. And that is why my Twitter middle name is just take that L. That's why I'm on this campaign. That's why it's one of the principles. The faster you learn from your losses, the more you're going to win. And that's that's what OU saw for all day. Love them. One of the best teams ever. Uh, Jocelyn Allo, people are calling for her to get a statue, and I can see it happening, you know, on some, oh, man. I was going to say on some Asia Wilson type stuff. If it could happen for Asia Wilson, it should definitely happen for Jocelyn Allo. Listen, they want a telecast comparing her dominance to Jordan and Brady and like Tiger Woods. Like, that's just, that's insane. She deserves those flowers. She's gotten plenty of flowers. We love her. But the statue, that's the final, that's the final cherry on top. Now, we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, Patty Gasso and Jocelyn Allo statue would be great. Maybe Lauren Chamberlain too, maybe. But, you know, Jocelyn Allo just, she bodied all of Lauren Chamberlain's records. Even though, to be fair, Jocelyn Allo did have that extra year. But she did beat Lauren Chamberlain's record in that fourth year, not the extra year. The extra year was just overkill. Or, no, 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 this was the year. No, she she beat her record this year. I don't know, still, still. Lauren Chamberlain's great. Jocelyn Allo's great. Both deserve a statue, but if you got to pick one, got to be Jocelyn Allo. Just saying. Maybe I can make that a hypothetical. Uh, a Lauren Chamberlain versus Jocelyn Allo matchup. Like, yeah. Like, um, you know, the 2013 Sooners versus the 2022 Oklahoma Sooners. That would be vicious. Like, I would love to see... You know, Kalani Ricketts versus Jocelyn Allo and Lauren Chamberlain versus Hope Trotman. Like, or or Jordy Ball. That'd be, come on, man. That'd be a crazy matchup. I, <laughs> Jessica Schultz, Kenzie Hansen. Come on, man. Come on, man. That'd be crazy. But anyway, man. Uh, on the OU baseball. Now, I went to Blacksburg to watch OU baseball. And, you know, they lost. <laughs> I don't even have the words, bro. They lost. But, you know, I enjoyed my trip to Blacksburg. That was the first time I had been to Blacksburg since 2009. Uh, 2009, I had a track meet. We were supposed to go in 2010. Um, we were like an hour away from Blacksburg. And then it started snowing. They canceled the meet. We turned back around and we ended up in some track meet the same day. And I just, I still don't understand how we just randomly ended up in that track meet the same day. That was weird. Right off the bus, cold and everything. And we, uh, and I'm, you know, in an event. <laughs> but yeah, first time I've been since 2009. Their campus is cool. Uh, it's kind of. Hitting. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's a lot of mountains and grass and landscape. If you're a nature person, that'd be that'd be the thing for you. Um, I can imagine how that place is during football season, cause it kind of remind me of Norman campus. 
not a lot of parking, not a lot of space. Some like, yeah, okay, for baseball parking in that big lot, um, called the cage lot, that that was fine. You know, that was perfect because it wasn't that many people. For a football game, I can't even imagine. You talking about way more people. I'm sure that that would be a different plan. I'm sure they they have a different plan for that. But I'm surprised how cheap the ticket was. I'm surprised how easy it was to park. it, It was awesome. It's just too bad that Oklahoma just just fell apart like I I don't know I can't even count how many home runs Virginia Tech had the only reason this wasn't a 15 14 or or like 17 14 type of game is because Virginia Tech had this one pitcher last name Hurley I think he wore number 47 he had like three or four shutout innings they took him out the game we scored three more runs but that one pitcher held us down because before then, they had taken a 4 nothing lead. Then the next thing you know, we're up 5-4. And I thought, oh, here it comes. We're definitely, we're going to take this home. We're about to celebrate. We're going to Omaha. Man, nine straight runs. Just just running through our bullpen. And I'm I'm seeing on Twitter, everyone's just hating on the bullpen. I get it. Because the only one you can really rely on is Number 99, I forgot his name, but he's been spectacular. I saw him pitch against Florida, and every strikeout, I was like, ooh, ah. Man, he was killing it. This guy, this guy's like that. Now, against Texas A&M, he did give up a few runs, but he locked it down after that, and now we're sitting pretty um, 1-0, I think all we got to do is win maybe two more games and we're in a championship. And and I wrote this team off. Everyone did months ago. And even as soon as maybe even a month ago when they lost to Dallas Baptist, this team lost to Dallas Baptist. And here they are two wins away from the championship. I mean, and, and looking at this team, and looking at this team, everyone on their lineup can hit. And and Jackson Nicholas, that grand slam to put it away? Man, oh, man. Oh, and Jackson Graham, he's going to be in the league. Like, he's going to be in the league. Like, he bats mid-300s. He has about 20 home runs. Got a million RBIs. Like, this, this guy, he's going to the league. I know he's a little skinny and, and bony. He's going to be all right. He can play some baseball. He's going to be in the league. Now, hopefully he's with the Nationals because I'm looking at our shortstop situation and I'll see this Escobar, uh, D. Gordon, um, Luis Garcia. No, 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 no. We, we could use somebody like Jackson Graham if he's, you know, legit like that. We'll, we'll take him. I mean, if Sheldon Noisy can make the league and um, I forgot the kid's name. That had the the walk up song. That had the Jeremiah walk up song. He's in the league. He got a home run in the league. Uh, John Gray is in the league. Kay Cavalli is the Nats' number one prospect right now in our system. So if all those guys made the league, I'm definitely going. You know, 
expect to see Jackson Graham. Because he is nice. Oh, and also, oh, you won game three. I was disappointed. Game two. The, the Hokies fans were really, really nice. I'll give them that. They were really nice. I know I, I gave I, I gave them crap for having that radio show on 106.7 The Fan. But their fans were really nice and welcoming. It just makes you want to come back. You know what I'm saying? And they, they weren't too annoying about winning. Um, but I was vindicated the next day. And it looks like it looks like the superstition right now is that every time I watch OU baseball, they lose or they start sucking. Like even the game they won against Texas A&M, it was 12-3. I start watching. They give up five straight runs. What? And then I stopped watching again and they shut the door. I didn't watch most of that Florida series. They won that. So maybe I just should stop watching OU baseball because they keep winning. But it's just a silly superstition. If they if they're legit, they're gonna win whether I'm watching or not. Like OU softball. <laughs> Funny how life works, man. But I'm rooting for them. I'm hoping they do something, man. Uh Texas is imploding. They are dying. They're losing by four. They got two men on base with no outs in the fifth inning. Yeah, they're screwed. And I love it. I love it. <laughs> Poor Texas. And choke. And, uh, well, I can't call softball a choke. But baseball, oof, man. Going outside. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I didn't get to talk about the NBA Finals last time. I... Whatever, whatever reason forgot but it's over now the Warriors won I expected them to win I said at the most the Celtics were going to lose in six I thought it was going to be five I thought it was going to be five but you know they stole game one and honestly they were close to a 3-1 lead game four they had the lead they had a they had a really good fourth quarter for once. No, third quarter. They had a really good third quarter for once. They had the lead, but all of a sudden, the last five minutes, I, I don't know what happened. You know, they just fell apart. Steph Curry had 43. Steph Curry's last two games in Boston were just a masterpiece. But, yeah, th- this is what I took notes on as far as th- the games and how I summed it up. Uh, game one was the Al Horford closeout game. Game two was Draymond, you know, getting in the fights, being annoying, riling up the crowd. Uh, insane Warriors second half. They won the second half by like 30, if I'm not mistaken. They they just ran away with it. Uh Draymond went ghost in game three. A lot of talk was about that. Another great Boston fourth quarter. They went up 2-1. Dre had another subpar game in game four. But Steph went off, like I just said. Game five, Steph, they they really did a good job shutting him down. But Wiggins stepped up. And it was just too much for Boston at the end of the day. Jason Tatum, I don't know what Jason Tatum was doing the last three games. 
But now he's getting disrespected after getting after getting kind of overhyped the last, you know, three series, you know, after getting overhyped. Now he's getting disrespected. They went the whole other way. Now, it was just a whole lot of talk about him being top 10 in the league. And then after this series, after his performance in this series. All of a sudden, he's just not that guy. And it's laughable to put him in the top 10. You know, it's crazy how people overreact. Um, But someone showed a graphic that he had the exact same numbers that LeBron James did in his first finals versus Spurs. So that just, it just shows you, man. It just shows you that, um, that Tatum is young and he'll be okay. He'll learn from this. You know, how he went out like that, like, that definitely should drive him in the offseason. It's just a shame because the Celtics had a lot of chances. I know Steph Curry was spectacular. Like, every time you double-team him, he dribbles around it, and he lays it up anyway. He's automatic from three. Automatic. just Well, just about automatic. Uh, his pump fakes, he's very shifty, he's a very good ball handler. It's just, and, and if you get a big on him in the pick and roll, all he has to do is find that angle. He's just so quick. He gets to the rim, and it's just, it was a disaster for people like Al Horford and even Robert Williams. I know Robert Williams was sending everything in game six, but... When you're going against Steph Curry, man, he is just insane. Oh, my God. I hope I started Teoscar Hernandez. He just hit a three-run home run. Um, Let me see. I don't think I did. I think I have him on the bench. But Steph Curry is just I, – I just gained a lot more respect for him. He, he finally got his finals MVP. Now, he got a lot of slack for not having a finals MVP. And he got it. He finally got it. What they going to say now? I think this whole season, this whole season, wow, this whole season was just Steph Curry just proving, proving people wrong. People like me thought the Warriors wouldn't get back there, wouldn't get back to the title. And then also Curry in the All-Star game, 50 after all the Cleveland fans were booing him and stuff, 50 points. This guy is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, man, what am I looking at? Fancy baseball? I'm going to check that out. But, yeah, man, like, game six clay didn't exist. It, it didn't exist this time. He wasn't there. He wasn't present. Did I start? I did start him. Ooh, nice. Okay, nice. And it looks like I'm tied in, in fantasy baseball. But, um, all right, now back to this. Trying to see what, I'm trying to see what it do here. Um, Boston. Okay. Boston in game six. Yeah, a lot is made about the turnovers, and that's what I took from it, too. Every time they got momentum, they would turn the ball over, dribble off their foot, or take some terrible shot. Like, their offense just disappeared 
It, it, it wasn't there the whole game. But they hung in there. One, because Robert Williams, I can see what the hype is about him. He is a shot eraser, shot changer. He he just makes a difference. And their defense on everyone except Curry was pretty good. Well, and Draymond hit some big shots too. But they tried their best against Curry, and Curry was just, just unstoppable. But there was a point in time where they cut it to eight. For like for like the longest time, the lead was like between eight and twelve. And they just couldn't take advantage of it. Every time they take a bad shot, Robert Williams would miss a tip in or they wouldn't get the rebound. It just seems like the Warriors just wanted it more in game six. Twenty one to nothing run, I thought the game was completely over. And even after the twenty one nothing run, they still had a chance. And they fell. They choked. They wasn't up to the challenge. The Warriors showed that they were just the better team. It's hard for me to count the Warriors out next year, but they got a lot of competition. I know I said that this year too, but the Suns, the Grizzlies, the, for starters, the Nuggets got Jokic, and they might get Jamal Murray and Michael Porter back. The Pelicans, if they get Zion, they're going to be something to deal with. It's a lot of competition. Who knows what LeBron and them going to do? It's just hard to say they're going to be back next year. And even if they do, coming out of the East, you got the Nets with Durant and Kyrie and maybe Ben Simmons. You got the Bucks, always a problem with Giannis and Middleton. You got the Heat, maybe if they add one more piece, they might be a problem. Boston still got everyone together in there. And the basis of their core is young. It's a lot of competition for the Warriors. But at the end of the day, they got Steph Curry. And that that might be what gets them back to the title. I, I just don't think so. My my early predictions, honestly, I, I want to be careful putting the nets in there. I'm, I'm just not. I think I got Boston going back. I got Boston and Memphis, early predictions. I got Boston and Memphis. We'll finally get that Suns and Grizzlies conference finals next year, finally. And I I think Memphis will win that. But, yeah, I I got Celtics and Grizzlies next year, and then we'll we'll see what happens. But that's my way too early predictions. But the NBA finals was cool. The only game I really got to sit down and watch was – uh, game six because I was on the bus and obviously that's the easiest thing for me to do is to uh, watch the finals of course on YouTube TV you gotta love it I, I think I'm so thankful for YouTube TV because there was no other way I was gonna be able to watch that game so NBA finals is over the draft is next week if I remember, I should be going to the draft day party for the Lizards. Um, these mock drafts are saying we're going to take Sochan, Jeremy Sochan. I know nothing about him. Even when we played Baylor, I wasn't paying much attention to him. So I'm like, maybe they know something I don't know. Because to be honest, bro, I would rather have Dyson Daniels or Benedict McCurin, but they 
they're probably going to be gone. But if they're there, we have to get them. Dyson Daniels is just, he's a lunch pail guy, and he's young. He's like 18, 19 years old. So he's a lunch pail guy. He's doing all this already at 6'7". Six, 6'7", seven. Six, seven young guy, still got some growing to go. Still can develop his game. I'll take him. Because he just, I just think he's just going to come here, work hard, and and be a potential star in this league. I'll take him. That's my guy. Like, he was the best, he was the most, well, maybe he was like, okay, maybe he was the most impressive guy out of the G League kids last year. I mean, not last year, but at the All-Star game. Because it's just like he was the most consistent. And it shows on the draft on the draft boards because he's steady rising up. And Bochamp and Hardy are falling back into later in the first round. And then, of course, Michael Foster, I said he was definitely the worst of the four. He's falling into the second round. So I'm like, you know, it makes sense from what I saw. Uh, I, I hope we get him. I hope we get him. Uh, Ty Ty Washington is falling back. That was a guy I thought we, we should get. But now it looks like a reach if we get him. But if we can get him, why not? I mean, okay, like, if he's fell back, just why don't we just trade back? Let somebody else get this 10th pick, and maybe someone else will get Solchan or, J- you know, A.J. Griffin or J- uh, Jalen Duran. Like, Let's just trade back, and and we can still get Ty Ty Washington. I'm with it. I'm with it. I mean, I'd also be cool with Mark Williams, but then again, you know, I'm I'm satisfied with the center situation we have, even though you know, in the long run, we can upgrade. But you know, I t- I take what we got for now. I would love to have Keegan Murray, but he's probably gonna go top five. I'm not gonna lie, he's probably gonna go top five. <laughs> like don't even worry about that uh let's see yeah uh nba keeps on moving i don't know what we're gonna do about bradley bill i don't know if he's gonna resign and take the max or are we gonna trade him or what uh maybe we should have traded him last year if he ends up leaving i'm gonna be like man we should have traded this guy you know, it is what it is, though. We'll see what happens. I I mean, honestly, I don't think he's going to get paid as much as the Wizards would pay him if he was to take that max deal. But it's just up to him what he feels that's important and whether or not he wants to go to another team, another situation, and possibly win a championship because he probably has a better chance going on to a contender, um, a, a better contender. Or you could just stay here and try to build it here while being insanely rich. He already got a lot of money, but he would have even more money if he was to stay. I'm still split on whether or not I want him to stay. Uh, at this point, I'm probably just cool, whatever. Man, oh man, we got some decisions to make. Everyone involved with that. Has a lot of decisions to make. But yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> that's the NBA. It's the NBA for you. Uh, the Nats. The Nats 
are trash. Now, they just ended their eight-game losing streak. The fact that they had another eight-game losing streak is just an indictment of how just bad this year is. And it's just, well, it's a statement of how bad this year is and how tough it is to be a Nationals fan. These guys are really going through it. Um, and, and, and these eight losses is all in the division. Got swept by Miami. So so we won the Brewers series, which kind of surprised me. But they were on a losing streak too. But they ended their losing streak by taking the last game at Nats Park. But they were on a losing streak like we were. So we won that series. Then we lose to the Braves, which is annoying because it's the Braves. But they were in the middle of a 14-game winning streak, which has ended because for some reason, the Cubs are not even that good, but they can't beat the Cubs. And the Cubs can't beat the Reds, who can't beat the Nationals. Like, it's baseball is weird. Baseball is weird. But nevertheless, the Braves came in here, put the, put the smack down, and then we went on to the Phillies. And uh, game one punished game two that was the first game of the doubleheader punished the second game i was at we had the lead we actually had the lead but we had the lead and we had momentum but here's the problem and and here's the problem so we had a controversial call at first, where the runner was called out, but after a review, he was called safe. So we have two people on base, and guess who they bring up? Bryce Harper. I thought he wasn't going to play. I didn't see him in the lineup. I was like, oh, I guess Bryce is not playing. They bring him off the bench. I was I was immediately worried. I was like, this guy's going to hit a home run. I was like, man, I was already expecting the worst. And then... Man, I forgot who we had up pitching, but you know they they got down in the count three zero. I was like, oh boy, this is not going to be good because we either got to walk him and load the bases, or we got to pitch to him down the middle. And okay, I think he fouled off a strikeout, or 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 it was a strike. And then I think it was another one after that. And I was like, okay, I'm hoping for the best. Hopefully he struck strikes out. Man, this guy hits it into the gap. And he brought in two runs. And the game is tied. I left. I left. I was like, I know how this is going to end. We're going to lose. We're going to lose. And that's exactly what happened. We lost. It was in 10 innings. I think, nah, me leaving was more so... The traffic. I wanted to beat the traffic. But I knew what was gonna happen. I I, I knew I knew it. I was like, this team ain't good enough to, to bounce back from that. We we lost. And we did. That was the best game of this four game, five game series. I love all the the Zimmerman stuff. You know, the interviews, the ceremony, the shirt I got. It's dope. It was all dope. We lost both of those games of Ryan Zimmerman weekend, or was it 
No, all three, yeah. It was three games associated with that, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah, we lost all of them. It's a shame. We can't even win in front of Ryan Zimmerman. Now, we did win the Sunday game. Thank God. Losing streak's over. Now we got Baltimore, who isn't good. But they just beat the Rays. But we're in Baltimore. And everyone hypes up Camden Yards. Camden Yards. And I'm very interested to see how this goes. Um, parking was cheap. It was $10. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what this is all about. And, of course, the D.C. versus Baltimore thing. I love that rivalry. We got to beat them. Yeah, we need this, man. All them L's, especially against division opponents. Bro, we only have five wins against the division. One against Miami. One against Philly. I think six, six. Yeah, we got six in the division. I think three wins against the Mets. Might be just two. And, oh, Lord, I don't think we've beaten the Phillies. I want to say might be just four wins against the Dane division. Like, terrible. Just terrible. This is going to be a long season. But I'm still going to go to the games because I can't help it. I'm a D.C. sports fan, and the tickets are so cheap. I can't resist. And plus, watching the Nats on the road, is exciting. Even though the last time I watched them on the road, they lost 10 nothing. But, you know, let's see how they do in Baltimore. Let's see how they do in Philly in August. I got tickets to four more games. This team isn't good. But I got tickets to four more games. What am I doing? This is nonsense. This is insanity. Man, y'all got to just pray for me, man. That's just crazy. This team, trash. And you know that. Uh, real quick, the USFL uh, playoffs is coming up. They got uh, Birmingham versus New Orleans and Philly versus New Jersey. New Jersey's 8-1. and one. They're 9-1, and one, and Birmingham's 9-1. Remember now, that was the first USFL game of the season. They're probably going to run it back in Canton. We're going to end off. Like we started. I mean, that's it's only right. <laughs> it's, it's only right. But those are clearly the two best teams. Um, What can I say? Clearly the two best teams. Uh, the setup they got in Canton is cool, man. If you haven't been to Hall of Fame Stadium, that stadium's pretty nice. Um, I, I'm making a verbal plan to go there next year. If the USFL got the championship in either Birmingham or Canton, I'll go. I mean, I could go next year, but nah, it's just too late notice. I, I'll just go next year. Like that, I I want a reason to go back to Canton. Well, Hall of Fame weekend is always a good reason. That's the whole reason. That's the biggest reason why that place is popping is the Hall of Fame museum, but or the Hall of Fame weekend. Like, that's the time to be there. But the USFL championship is perfect. I, I'd love to go next year. But, you know, we'll see. I don't know if the league's going to be around next year. But, you know, I'm expecting Birmingham versus New Jersey. Uh, Philly played New Jersey really tough at the end of this season. 
and they barely lost. But New Jersey's the better team. They're probably going to win. Birmingham been slipping lately. They have had a few close games. I didn't think they'd beat New Orleans the first time, and they did. They got really good defense. But I don't know. I don't know who's going to win this game. Um, No, Birmingham's going to win. So I got Birmingham versus New Jersey, and then it's a toss-up from there. I don't know who's going to win between Birmingham and New Jersey in the championship. But it's cool that it's in Canton. Um, Yeah. Semifinals is next Saturday, and the championship is next Sunday. No. Okay, no. June 25th is the playoffs. Is the semifinals. And then July 3rd is the championship on Fox 730. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Okay, DC United. DC United is trash. They just lost Chicago. The only team in the standings with less points than them. Now they got the same amount of points. DC United is tied for last. They haven't won a game since May seventh. They haven't won a game since May seventh. Trash. And you know that. I look at the top of, oh, my God. Listen, the top four teams in the East, 26 points, 26 points, 26 points, 25. That is so close. The Listen, like, this is just like baseball. The two, the two New York teams are the two best teams. That is crazy. New York, New York taking over again. Yeah, D.C. United tied with Chicago for last. Uh Shouldn't have tied with Toronto. We choked that one. We lost to Columbus. <laughs> that was an embarrassing loss. I plan to go to the rematch because my game is is at an early time, so I can I can you know right after the game dip and go. Uh, Chicago, Chicago and DC are tied for last, and we just lost to Chicago. Unbelievable. This has got to be rock bottom. Nah, rock bottom is when we fired our coach. But, yeah. Trash. Trash. These guys, look at their record. These guys are 4-8-2. Four wins, eight losses, two ties. <laughs> Man, the least they can do is avenge that Columbus loss. A winnable game. It's a winnable game. But... I don't know. The way they've been playing, I'm not sure. Nashville is favored to beat us next week. Not that surprised. Um, How's Nashville doing? See, Nashville got 23 points. Yeah, we're we're in trouble. Um, We played them at home, though, and MLS teams play better at home, obviously. So, yeah, unless you're the New York Red Bull, which that's a head-scratcher. But usually MLS teams play better at home than they do on the road. So that's the only chance I'm giving us against Nashville. Because other than that, uh, survey says we're going to get smoked. So now let me move on to this final thing. No hypothetical because I was loafing. Uh, (laughs) The Mystics. In and out with the Mystics again. 
the Mystics are falling back. They did beat Connecticut, and they punished them. And they had John Quell Jones. Like, the Connecticut Sun had John Quell Jones, the latest WNBA MVP, arguably the best player in the league. Mystics punished them. They were up by 20 most of the second half. Now, Connecticut did cut that in half and got it to single digits, but at the end of the day, Hey, the Mystics with Deladon on the floor, a lot better team. But they're eleven and seven. And you know, it's 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 part of the side effects of load managing the living daylights out of Elena Deladon. But she's had so many injuries the last two years, and she had I think she had she has Lyme disease. So I, I guess I get it. But it, it just sucks, man, especially when we lose all these games. Um, we lost to the Liberty again, but this time we didn't have Deladon. We lost to the Liberty with and without Deladon. We lost to the Sky with and without Deladon. I don't I don't get it. Uh we beat Minnesota again. They just trashed. They got three wins. They they garbage. <laughs> uh what else? We split with the Mercury. They once again they did a thing where the Mercury played two straight games here in DC. Uh so they don't have to come back. So we beat and Mercury was on an East Coast trip. Yeah. So we uh we beat the Mercury after they beat us the first time. We came back and smoked them the second time. So uh, the Mystics are 11 and 7. They are the number five seed. Seattle caught them. Of course, Connecticut caught them. The Sky caught them. The Sky are still playing really well, just like last year. Um, Atlanta Dream, two and a half behind us. They're kind of a surprise because they weren't good last year. And all of a sudden, they make two draft picks, and boom, they're middle of the pack. Yeah, so if the playoffs started today, they would play Seattle Storm. And I'm like, I don't know. Brianna Stewart, Joel Lloyd, I don't want to mess with them. They may not be as dominant as they used to be, but that's – and Sue Bird? Sue Bird in her final season? Uh-uh. I don't want any part of that. But let me tell you something. <laughs> with Deladon. With Deladon, anything's possible. She is one of the best players in the league, and she makes it look easy. And we're just better with her rather than without her, obviously. But we'll see. Um, I'm still expecting a title this year. I know they got a lot of competition. I'm still expecting a title. Because Shakira Austin continues to grow. We got some pretty solid veteran role players. Rui Machida likes to shoot. She is not afraid to shoot. She be taking a lot of shots. She come off the bench, she ready to shoot. <laughs> uh, hey, yo, what, what, what hit man say? Shoot soon as I get in like I'm J.R. Smith. Oh, man. Or oh, 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 what Calico say? 
with this Heatum Eddie house, I don't do nothing but shoot. <laughs> I know those are gun bars, but really though, this this is basketball and basketball. Seriously though, she come in the game, she she gonna jack up like five or six shots. I love her quickness too. She's just really quick, really aggressive. Um, really love Rui Machida. Uh, Shakira Austin's growing. Ariel Atkins is like an all star. Um, Maisha Hines Allen's up and down. I just don't understand that. Um, as far as the Liberty is concerned, we can't stop Sabrina Inescu. We can't stop Natasha Howard. I don't know why. We'll figure out the Liberty because we're the better team. We'll figure them out. I'm sure we played them like two or three more times. I hope we beat them. And the Liberty, see, the Liberty just, just lost to the Storm today. They just lost to the Storm today. I'm telling you, man, we can beat them. We can beat them. And the Mystics, okay, the Sun did get it to eight points. But the Mystics beat arguably one of the best teams in the league. They beat the Aces. That's the best team in the league. So I'm like, come on, man. Like, when it comes down to it, we can do it. I'm telling you, this team, I really believe in this team and its coaching. I know we're hitting a bit of a rough patch, but at the end of the day, when the dust settles, they're going to win it all. And that's just not me being a homer. I am serious. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, look at this stretch. They got a West Coast trip. They got the Sparks. I'm not sure they're going to stop Liz Cambage. Uh, Liz Cambage having a down season. They might be all right. Um, Seattle Storm. Uh, that's always a tough game for us in Seattle. Uh Nah, that's always a tough game for us. Aces, after we beat them the first time, uh, we can play with them, though. I, we we might have beat them. The Dream improved, but we do well against them. Connecticut Sun again. Atlanta Dream again. Sparks again. In California. When did they come here? Anyway, that Liberty game on July 21st, I might have to do it. I mean, 11.30 a.m., uh, hopefully I remember to go. I'm trying to do that, man. That's that's the re- – they didn't beat us twice, man. I, I got to go see that for sure. Well, listen, I believe in the Mystics. They're going to be fine at the end of the day. But as far as this show is concerned, it's a wrap. Like the Nat season. GoatLevelTees.com for all things Goat Level. You already know that I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Goat Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.